Thank you so much, PBS Radio. Here we are back on the Monday evening, a wild card with Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona. My name is Kai Minderhout, located in Los Molinos, California. Today it is November the 29th, 2021. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Two people joined in. I welcome you both. If you want to, feel free to say your names and locations. But of course, only if you want to. Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hello, Cecil. Happy Monday to you. Thank you. Did we have somebody else announce himself at the same time I did? Yes, staying in the background. There are the next caller. Please say his name and location. Hi, this is Bonnie in California. Welcome, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hi. All right. And if you're listening in on BBS radio, a warm welcome to you. And I want you to know that good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say his name and location. Hi, this is Kiri in Sedona. Welcome, Kiri. Hi, everybody. Hi. As I was saying, uh, right after the show, welcome to the next caller. Appreciate the name of the location. But of course, only if you want to. We welcome you. <laughs> Back to it. Seven days a week. At 7 p.m. Pacific, we do our whole Planet Healing Conference call, as we will do right after this show, at 7 p.m. Pacific. But this time, on Monday, it will be broadcast at this station by PBS Radio. So if you're curious and want to check it out, please hang in there after the first hour and join in for the second hour. We do change phone line, as we do everything for a conference call, but BBS will switch with us to the other conference call phone line. Hope it makes sense. Thanks all for being same thing, same thing happens on Wednesday. BBS also broadcasts the whole Planet Healing Conference call. And what we do at our Whole Planet Healing conference calls is we we gather, we have Cecil creating a protective space by doing a invocation. We have Vin and Terry speak up about their experiences. Then we have Bonnie in Corona, California, who reads an excerpt from channel material, usually by Terry. Brown from the Elohim, and we have Jennifer, who goes over the earthquake and volcano activity over the last 24 hours to send calming love light, and we open up the phone lines for everybody to personal speak up about anything they want to put into the love light, and when does a closing visualization, like a meditation kind of. We have two more people joined in. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please say names and locations. 
Roger and Austin. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, hi. Hi, Steve. And this is November 20. Hello, Wynn. Hi. I hear your voice. <laughs> hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hey. Shall we Did you guys get soon? the email? Did you guys get the I email I just sent out? I have not seen it. You want to get... Didn't get the, I didn't get the last one you sent out. That you said to the big list, but uh, you may not may not have sent it to Cecil Sea Serpent. What was it on? I don't know. You mentioned that you'd sent one, and I went and looked, and there was nothing there. Hmm. That was a few days ago. Oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. So when uh, um, shall we start soon to get the whole call within our time frame? I'm not doing a replay tonight. Oh, you're not? Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Oh, like you had one queued up. There were two people speaking at the same time. I think it was Roger and Cecil. Roger, say it again. I just got Wynn's email. Okay, cool, cool. Cecil, what about you? I'll, I'll take a look. I'll have to. All right. Boot up things here to do it. <laughs> Happy Monday evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Hi, hi. This is Jeannie and Citrusize. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Quiet. Yeah. And if you just happy Monday evening, welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Hi, Joy in Swim, Washington. Welcome, Joy. Hi, Hi Joy. Hi. <laughs> For those that are listening in on BTS Radio, happy Monday to you. Welcome. And right after this one-hour wildcard show, we go over to our whole planet healing conference call, and it will be broadcast by BBS at this station. I welcome the next caller. Please say a name and location. Yeah, hi. It's Lauren from Porsche, Washington. Welcome, Lauren. Hello, Lauren from Fort. Hi, Lauren. Well, hi. <laughs> Get all done, Joy? Hi, yeah. Lauren. Hi, Joy. Okay. Hey, Cecil. Hey, hi. Hi, hi Joy and Lauren. And I just, check, just check my email, and I didn't do not have anything from 
win since the November 12th. Yes, he's still. Yeah. I sent it out to the big list. Um, Am I on the big list? I guess I'm not. You should be. I think so, but I'll double check, okay? Yeah, because I'm not getting anything from you on, on Cecil Sea Serpent. Unless you're sending them to the other email, and I hardly ever check that one. Well, did you ever sign up for it? You have to sign up for that list, or I have to put you in manually, one or the other, you know? Okay, well, ch check on it, please. Usually, people sign up to get my free book. Did you did you get that? The um, oh, Creator yeah, Guide years, book? Years ago. Yeah. Ten years Was ago. Was that on a different email? Did you use a different email for that? It seemed that back in those days, it seemed like uh, you, you were having a hard time with the Cecil Sea Serpent line, and so you just went to the Cecil CJ. So it might be on that one. Mm -hmm. But I don't check that one hardly ever. Okay. Well, I should check the list, you know? Please send a reminder email to win with your email address. Welcome. Okay. You got mail. How many got mail? <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to everybody. On BBS Radio, okay. Yeah, we start recording then. I think we should start recording. You want me to mute the phone line? No, leave them open for a moment, okay? It is November 29th. Here we go. The recording has started. This is November 29th, 2021. Wynn and Terry in Sedona. Everybody, everywhere, people on BBS Radio, and uh, who just came into the call? You want to say your name in your city? Jody in Issaquah. Hi, Jody. Hi, Jody. Hi there. Okay, and hi. You should mute the dings. Got it. And then Jody, if you want to um, join. Is offering you some help. If you're interested, send Win an email with your phone number so he can give it to Joy. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Hi. Hey. You know, um, I'm probably going to break down a little bit on this call. Go for it. And, and um, <laughs> you remember on Whole Planet Healing last night, there was something strange happening at the beginning of it for me. You recall that? No. You guys that are on that no. call? Well, I was talking about it because... I had called in, and then I got a call from a fellow named Greg, who was a friend of Dr. Arts. And actually, Greg was 
um, helping Art sell his products. He had another product that he sells, and um, he started stocking Art's products. So, um, you know, those of you who don't know Dr. Art, if you're listening on PBS or something, Dr. Art was a naturopathic doctor who had done some really incredible things in his life. One of the things he did was he introduced coral calcium to this country and was the first person to have a company um, selling it. And he brought it in from Japan. And he developed ways of fixing cancer. And he would talked to many people, telling them this protocol. And um, and he says he had great success. And um, so Greg called me when I was just starting on Whole Planet Healing. And I, 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 I told the call I was just going to switch off it was still the call hadn't officially started, and I was going to switch off the call and just tell Greg I was busy. So I switched over to Greg's line, and he wasn't there. The call was there. I was hearing the call on Greg's line. Hmm. And I couldn't figure it out. And so, and I couldn't switch back to to the, the, the line, the official line with the call on it. So I did the call last night and just stayed on Greg's line and he was not on it. I asked Greg, are you here? And there was no answer. And and it was, I said, what was that? Okay. <laughs> I found out what it was this morning. Greg called me again, and uh, he called to tell me that Art had died yesterday. Oh. It's a heart attack. And um, I said, Art has something to do with that phone call. That said, I was calling Greg, and he called me, and suddenly I'm hearing the conference call mm -hmm. on the line 
from Greg. And um, so a couple hours later, I said, Terry, we should do a session and have the Elohim look on, look in on art and see if they can offer a hand. Now, you guys know that we have occasionally talked to people on the other side. And I don't ever, I very rarely try to do it. And those of you who are regulars know that there's a few times when I was looking for the Elohim and suddenly I had somebody saying this on the line, okay? And, you know, we went through Michael Jackson, um, Robin Williams, and a fellow who was on, Maury Safer, the guy on 60 Minutes. And in each case, whenever something like that happens, I always get paranoid and I think the negative's trying to trick me. <laughs> and they're telling me I'm talking to such and such, but it's really some demonic source with an agenda. And I had to convince myself in every case that I was really talking to that person. And um, probably one of the best convincing things that happened was when I was talking to Robin Williams. And the first thing that happened is he started telling his jokes from the other side. And they were good jokes. <laughs> and they were about being on the other side. T Terry probably remembers. I don't, I don't, Terry, do you remember? Yeah. yeah, I could tell you if you... Like when called in the light, and at the end of calling in the light, he said anything negative must leave now. And uh, Robin Williams said, "Does that mean I have to leave?" <laughs> <laughs> and another one was, "You know, we could walk you. <laughs> we could walk you to the other side, like to heaven." And he says, no, no, I, I don't want to go to heaven because I, I get bored by the harp music and, and not only that, but um, the, the, the the senses over there would be worse than the ones on Mork and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> he said he took a, a, a trip in the land of Nod. Right, right. that's, that's yeah, we said, what happened? What happened? Uh, and he said, well, I took a trip into the land of Nod. Uh, 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 no, the, the land of Nod, which is the, like an alcoholic drink. And he was joking. And he said, it's no fun. Don't try it. <laughs> mm. 
And uh, finally, as we were talking, and I, I mean, I was said, geez, I think this is Robin. I mean, these are good jokes. It sounds like Robin's sense of humor, right? And <laughs> finally, he said, because, you know, I was trying to ask him, I said, Robin, what's your manager's name? Uh, what's your address? I don't know. And he, and <laughs> I don't know. He said, I don't know. And um, and then he said, listen, you know how when people have Alzheimer's, they have trouble getting their brain to work? He says, well, just imagine. He said, well, I don't he, have a brain. He thought for a minute. He thought, what is the funniest way I could say it? He said, you know when people have Alzheimer's disease, their brain is broken? He thought for a minute to come up with the word broken so that it would be funny. Uh, and he says, I don't even have a brain. <laughs> yeah, and then finally, finally, he said, um, I don't think, we, we didn't talk to him live on a call. I wouldn't have taken that chance. It was a private conversation, but then I think I played the audio of it, right? Yeah. And, um, and then he said he had headaches all of his life because yeah. um, he died in a plane crash in his previous lifetime. Right. And I asked him, what was... Who were you in that previous life? And he answered. You guys remember what he said? Yes. Will Rogers. That's right. Yep. Will Rogers. And of course, I immediately Googled Will Rogers and I found that um, Will Rogers died in a plane crash and the plane crashed nose down, as I recall, and immediately died. And, um, and Robin Williams had a remarkable resemblance to Will Rogers, you know? Right, and they both told fantastic jokes. Like, Will Rogers, yeah, uh, I belong, I... I don't belong to any organized political party. I'm a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they both had amazing things in common. They were both comedians. They were both actors. And they both hobnobbed with the elite and made fun of them and got away with it, you know? (laughs) But if you ever want to see a picture of Will and and, uh, Robin, email me and I'll send you the picture. It's pretty amazing. They got the same smile. Physical Physical lightness, the energy signatures, you know, 
You go look up Will Rogers on YouTube and you'll see him, you know? And, um, but a lot of times people who are on our Wednesday calls have somebody that died asked to get a message from them. And they usually don't get a message. Sometimes they do. But they usually, our sources say, well, they're in the middle of something, they're working it out, they haven't, you know, um, oriented themselves yet. Uh, and apparently when people die, they have trouble orienting themselves. They don't, they don't even know they're dead. It's a big change. Yeah. And, and they're able to travel around in the astral and visit people that um, that they they knew or cared for, and, and they all report they're very frustrated because they expect to be able to talk to them, and they can't. And uh, yeah, and see, it's morally morally safer. It, it, you know, it's like when I channel and I was channeling, and there was like a channel of communication going to these higher sources and from the higher sources back to me. And it was definitely like a physical channel that the information was going through. And Morley, he found that channel. He noticed the channel and he cut in on it. And uh, he had a problem. And his big problem was that 70,000 people thought he was dead and he was still alive and he wanted to let them know he was still alive. And he mm-hmm. saw a, he saw a communication you know, line and he was looking for, for something to talk to or to con- contact to, and he saw it and he jumped in on it. And we had quite a few conversations with him after that. I actually emailed the producer of 60 Minutes, and I said, you know, we're talking to Morley. You want to let him say hello to his audience? But I never mm-hmm. heard back from him, which wasn't well, surprising. He probably thought we were <laughs> Right, right. Mm. And um, oftentimes on Wednesday night, people ask, and yeah, I said that. And 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 our sources say they're not ready to talk or occasionally they come through with a little sentence, but never a big conversation, you know? Well well the five year old that died she came through with a whole big dialogue. You know, it's like oh she she her uncle was on the line and uh, talking to her, and they had a whole conversation, and she was saying things like, oh, I knew you would talk to me. I knew you would come and talk to me, and I'm getting tired of sitting on tombstones over here. I got to think of something else to do, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's cute. Terry, Terry uh, you may be a little close to your mic or something. It's kind of muffled. Okay. All right. 
I'll bet. Are you on your headset, Terry? No. My headset. <laughs> another time, Terry and I went back to Spencerport, New York, because her brother had died. And, you know, we went to, was, was that a funeral that we went to? Yeah, we went to or, his funeral, and he was, his corpse was uh, in his coffin right nearby. And that after, after the funeral was over, uh, I asked the undertaker to give us a minute, you know, we so I can talk to my brother. And so I talked to my brother, and I, I just did, apologized. Did you know, did, 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 did you did you know your brother was there during the funeral? Yeah, and I I really gave him a big apology for ignoring him during the whole funeral and everybody else was talking and it was about him and, and everybody ignored him and was just saying, Oh yeah, I knew him <laughs> and I think they would have I think they would have thrown us out if you started talking to him during the funeral. You know? <laughs> and, well, it wouldn't have been real and, uh, But he was one of those people that was hanging out around. And it's good to share this because we're all going to die. And these are all examples of people that were dead that we communicated with. Okay? And um, good to, to know how how the different ways it works for people. I mean, Jerry's yeah. um, friend, John Sanborn, formerly Socrates, when she was, he was his wife. Well, he was the only one that the angels came and guided him to the tunnel of light and transported him to heaven, you know. And that was mm -hmm. similar to what Carla Ruckert was talking about of walking the steps of light. And I mean, because uh, the tunnel of light was going round and round, the light was mm -hmm. getting more and more dense, and it was um, disconnecting people, the, the, uh, disconnecting him from his earthly incarnation. And I was trying to creep in there behind him, and and it was disconnecting me from my life. And uh, and uh, this the light kept getting stronger and attract him forward. When I look back uh, at John, because I knew John for years, okay? And he was living in Terry's living room on the couch, writing all the time. Yeah, all the time and, he was writing, writing. And I, I, I used to think... How does she let this vagabond live on her couch? I know you gave me trouble about it, you know. <laughs> yeah, and plus, I could never. Uh, Terry and I would go to motels and get together, but I couldn't really stay at her house. And um, John was a little bit threatened by me. And 
And when we finally came out with the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, he was just amazed that I got something published and into the world. Right, because he was and, an amazing writer himself. Mm-hmm. Now, if I wrote a book called The Reincarnation of Socrates, that probably would have gotten out it. into the world. Mm-hmm. And I got a, it's in I my got a bucket list. Terry has and, and five, you huge, five big... Terry has five boxes. Terry has five boxes of everything he wrote, piled up yeah. in the living room here. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we may someday still do it. I never have read them. And then John and I were living in Terry's house in Sedona for a while, because Terry bought that house while she was this house while she was still working. And um, and we kind of got along like cats and dogs, okay? Uh-huh. And um, John would John had a fierce expression of anger, and he would sometimes yell at me. And yell at me And one day. I yelled back at him, and I was so fierce, because I didn't normally do that. I yelled back at him to back him off, and I think he called Terry up and said, I think Wynn's going to kill me. (laughs) Did he do that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and I didn't know he was Socrates at that time or I probably would have given him a lot more elbow room. And I didn't know Terry was married to him. And I didn't know that connection. And I don't know if she knew it, even. Did you know it at that time? Well, I know there was a really strong connection. And, uh, like, he would talk about Socrates. He'd say, you should have heard the talk I gave about the Socratic method tonight. It was amazing, and you know, and I'd say, boy, and I slept through it. I could have stayed awake. And you know, it, it's it's interesting because John went right into the heaven realms. I know you went right I there. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have picked him to do that, but I could go back and look at him and see that he was very detached from the world. He managed, right. you know, living living with Terry, she was handling the worldly responsibilities and he was just going out and hanging out and coffee shops and had a circle of friends that he would meet with and he had really good friends and um, he he lived a life of detachment and Terry gave him the opportunity to do it you know 
Yeah, and um, almost every day. It was great. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's more to graduating this realm. You know, Carla Rucker used to always say, you have two choices, love and fear. And in a sense, that's true. But you can still have love and have attachments to this realm. And that can keep you from graduating. And in a certain way, Terry and I are both pretty detached. But I think I'm more detached than you. What do you think, Terry? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But we're both pretty detached. And um, I remember when I was younger, I used to have these clunker cars. And when they broke down, I would just abandon them and walk away. Yeah, he knew that. You know, somewhere it's like, oh, the car died in Fremont and just left it there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm even detached from the house we're living in. And all I want to do is um, let this work out into the world. And, you know, I didn't really want to start a business because that makes, it, it puts a lot of strings into the world to run a business. And I, I do my best to be detached about it. But if we start running out of business money, I, stop, I have to, it pulls me into the loop of, um, I got to get more stores. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to send some emails out and sell some product, you know. But I don't think I would come back into this realm to run a business. But I, I might come back because one time our source said, you know, that um, early on, Early on, before I knew ever, all that I know now, they said that I had a lot of past lives where I was trying to uplift the planet in one way or another, and that I came back to do that. But I didn't know that, you know. I used to think I was going to want to do it through through music. And I couldn't have even dreamed as to what I'm doing now. And and then there was another incident that was very interesting. There was this woman who used to come to our calls quite often. And her son had died. And 
you want to tell the story, Terry? Who was it? You know who I'm talking about? Remind you know, me. You know who I'm talking about. No. Uh, just, let Remind me, me. Let me think of her name. Let me think of her name. You know, she I'm was helping us about. a lot. She was volunteer. She was volunteering a lot, and um, and she loved our work. And it's on my mind one day to give her a call and bring her back. Um, she lived in Tennessee, maybe, or. In the South, I think Tennessee. You know who it is. Well, I probably do, but I don't. I can't. It's not coming to mind right now. And she wanted a signal from her son, and there was oh, that thing that Kathy, happened. Kathy, that was Kathy. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, her son. And so, you know, did 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 we talk to her son? Did she talk to her son? She asked remember. me about what. She asked me about what happened to her son. You know, I mean, because like Kitty died. Uh, so the other human, me and we went and we found him. And he was like curled up in the astral in a fetal position, and he was scared to move. And uh, so we asked him what happened, and he said that uh, he had uh, taken drugs, and he couldn't get back in his body, and he he was scared to move or do anything because he. She couldn't figure out what happened or what to do next or how to handle it. So uh, we we um, ask them like to kind of like move with us, take a look around. And I I was um, looking around Marina Del Rey near Marina Del Rey. And I was in the astral, and I and he he was like um, scared to move out of the fetal position. As, uh, I was saying, "Well, come on, move, uh, take a look around, take a look at the lights in Marina Del Rey." And I was exterior like, from my body, looking at the lights, and they were really pretty. And he said, "Wow." But then he, he, he thought he was going to fall out of the sky, and he got really scared, and he grabbed onto me, and he held onto me for dear life, and then, and then um, gradually I got him to say, just move a, move a bit here, and, and then you'll, you'll be fine. You're not going to fall out of the sky. And so he said, wow, you know, I'm starting to move on my own. And so then I said, what would you like to do now? And he said, I want to see my mom. So we went back to Tennessee to the mom's house, and she was washing dishes and cleaning up the kitchen after dinner. And so he now said, you were, hi, Mom. You were, you, you, you were traveling with him, right? Right. Yeah, I was with him. You were traveling. Tra- uh, I was with him, and he was there, and... Uh, he 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 saw his mom and he says hi mom and but she couldn't hear him so he said hi mom and he could 
she couldn't hear it. So, but we, it's like, so what would you like to do now? And he says, I want to stay with my mom. So he stayed, he, he stayed there and we left. And um, then we heard from Cassie on Mother's Day that she had uh, a touch light. And her son had been the only one that was able to operate the touch light. And after he died, nobody could operate it. And she took it to a repair shop, and they couldn't figure out why it wouldn't work. And uh, so on Mother's Day, the touch light went on, and she figured it was a message from him. Like, he was there. So she knew he was there. Um but that was very touching, and he said that he wanted that to just, stick around and be born back that, into that family line. Did uh, did um, did that happen more than once? The light going on. Mm-hmm. I thought it did, as I recall. Well, I I don't know if it happened more than once. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it but it went on but, by itself on Mother's Day. <laughs> And I thought what's really interesting is, you know, to my knowledge, art was not into electronics at all. And yet, no. he, was able, he was able to get into the telephone lines on the other side and screw it up so that Greg would call me and he would be on the conference line. And he was listening, I think it was two days ago, to the call on the conference line. Now, for all I know, he's listening now. What do I know? But um, well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we recorded what he said about it today, so we'll, yeah. we'll be able to hear he, he said when he was listening to the conference line, he got dizzy again because... He must have been emerging. Let's just play it it for everybody. Yeah, what time is it now? Um, Okay, we'll we'll go play it. It's not that long. It's about seven minutes, okay? And um, I have a feeling he'll probably talk to us again. (laughs) And uh, just... A moment. You know, when we first, the first time we ever talked to anybody on the other side, that Carrie and I together, I don't know if she ever did beforehand, before that. Did you ever do it beforehand, before that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did it. Myself. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you talk? Who'd you talk to? I don't know. There was some guy that died, and he was, and she. They were having a funeral for him or a wake at uh, the church next door. And he was floating around. and I talked to him. <laughs> mhm. And Edina has this experience of helping people who have died cross over. Sometimes, Edina, are you on the line tonight? Probably not. Okay. Well, hang on here. 
This is just about the right time to play it. And this is November 29th, 2021, Lynn and Terry in Sedona. And we want to check in on Art Franklin. Yes. Do we, do we have our sources present? Well, we have parts present. And we have our sources in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Art. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I'm not dizzy, but I'm uh, unless I try to get back in the body, then I'm really dizzy, and um, I I'm looking for my wife. Um, um. I don't think my sons are really with it. Um, I, I, but um, anyway, I'm working on the whole thing. <laughs> you want to say hello to our group tonight? Well, I don't know about that. I, it's like I'm edging my way inch by inch through this. I, you know, I mean that might be a, a little bit um, out of my range. Oh, <laughs> Premature. Yeah. Maybe. Now, did you do something on the phone? Well, I tried. With Greg? I tried. I tried. What'd you do? Uh, I tried to listen. That's all. I just tried to uh, listen. I figured it was very important to listen. Um, Were you able to listen? Hmm. I could kind of grasp it a little bit, but all I got is a bunch of circuits. Well, you were screwing up my phone because I couldn't get back to the line. Well, well, it was part of my process to try and listen. Yeah. I thought so. Well, at least I'm not dizzy. I know. That's great. <laughs> and you got a group that loves you down here. Well, but I get dizzy when I tune in. I mean, it's nice not being dizzy. Now, if I can just find my wife. Yeah. Now, Greg told me he was going to carry on your work and sell your products, and he's got some nature paths that are going to help back it up. Where's my commissions? <laughs> well, I'll tell him to send it to me. <laughs> no, I'd say send it to my sons, except they aren't. They're worthless. They're, they're, yeah, so you keep it. <laughs> All right. I'll play this for Greg. All right. I like it. I'll play it for our group tonight. All right. Want to say hello to everybody? Well, that's... I, I might get dizzy again. No, I don't know. Just say it on the tape right now and I'll play it. Well. If you want. 
Uh-huh. As long as I don't have to, it's like, all right, filter out the dizzy when I connect with that side. So filter out the dizzy, and then I'll say dizzy hello. Well, you sound in really good spirits. Well, it's better here. It's better. At least I'm not dizzy. Hey, what was your experience when you left the body? Cautious. Like you didn't know what was going on? No, it's like a um, portal opened and I could go in, but I didn't know if I should. But I was leaving dizzy behind, and it was even more dizzy. It was getting more dizzy, and I was leaving dizzy behind. It's better over here. It's more clear. Uh, is there anyone to do, to connect with over there? Don't just... don't put those impossible questions before me. There is or there isn't. I'm looking for my wife. Well, do you want to talk to the Elohim? Well, look. It's really I'm inching forward and. I I I don't want to rock the boat right now. All right. Well, we'll stay in touch with you, okay? All right. And if there's anything we can do to help, we will. All right. Okay. Appreciate it. And thanks um, for thanks for coming in and saying hello. Yeah, my son is um sort of in the way or interfering right now. Okay. All right. Is interfering with the connection we're making? No. He's interfering with my part. With, with, I, I mean, he's interfering with my... Um, he's interfering. We'll just say it that way. He's just interfering, all right? But I guess it has to happen. I, I don't like this interference, but okay. I gotta, I gotta ward him off right now. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Tell Greg hello. I will. Okay. All right. That was it. That was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and it sounded just like his salty self. Sounded just like his. Right. <laughs> you don't want to rock the boat, you know. <laughs> that was great. Thank you for that. What a gift. Amazing, isn't it? I was amazed. Yes, it brings tears to my eyes. It's so awesome. Thank you, Terry. You're welcome. Now, Terry, I'm not asking you to channel, but was Art paying attention while I was playing that? No. No. No, no, no. I mean, like, you're trying to do, his son's trying to do with a body, and, um, and, and I mean, well, like, that's what he was for. His son was trying to do something with the body, and, and, um, uh, anyway, so that's what I was talking about. 
Yeah. But interfering. He, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, we just did that this morning, okay? That's yeah. not all suppresses. And um, it's amazing because very rarely when somebody just dies, I don't know if we've ever had the experience of communicating with them right after they passed. Um, right. Usually, usually well, it's a few well, days well, afterwards. Well, I, I mean, my brother, I mean, we we had a long conversation with him. But he, he had been, been like, very, wasn't he buried for quite some time? No, he wasn't even buried yet. He, oh, he, he, he probably done dead about a week, but he prepared him at the morgue and everything for the coffin. Yeah, yeah, but it was a okay. it was a week after he died, you know. Right. And and I didn't, think didn't our, didn't you have a brief, very brief uh, conversation with Carla? Didn't she just say just a little bit right away? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. because my mom passed right at that same time, and I and I wanted to know. My question at that time was, how is it that one person is would be so aware, and then my mom was was really not. She wasn't really aware of what was going on, and and then the other yeah. thing I remember about about Carla was that the next time you tried to reach her, she was busy. She uh, Dawn was speaking to some Native American elders, and she was, like, sitting outside the tent uh, waiting for him. It, well, she was, like, he was in the physical working with some elders doing a ceremony or something, and she was sending him energy from the other side. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. You know, I wish we could make this up. <laughs> it was God. a privilege to yeah. know him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had the feeling that I had the feeling I have no confirmation for this, but I had I had the thought that Art might have been Robert E. Lee in the Civil War. Because Gosh. he looked like him. I could see that. He looked like him. And he had a lot of uh, connection with military stuff. I mean, he used to send out, really, to me, these patriotic things in the past, events, unusually um, preoccupied with military and and it made me think he might have been Robert E. Lee, but I don't know. Maybe I'll ask now. Now that he's gone they they well, might confirm it. He said it. He said it was possible. You know, you asked him before. He said it was possible. Oh I did? Okay. Yeah. But they don't usually like to answer a question like that when somebody's alive, you know? I mean, oh, boy. Yeah, I they're very, they're very, they're very respectful. 
of people's privacy. And and well, just because they can't move doesn't mean they're going to change. Well, once a person's not in the physical anymore, I think they might be willing to say something. It's a pinch. Not. It's not that important, though. <laughs> it's not that important, you know. Okay. But in any case, we're going to go over to Whole Planet Healing. Now, if you happen to be listening on BBS, we usually, our main function is not this kind of a show. This was not a normal show. And our, our main function is we have been communicating through Terry to these two group souls on the other side who have throughout history been recognized as God. And they have told me, told us, how that works, who they are, how they interface, where they came from, and 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 it's very fascinating and enlightening. And there have been a lot of big and little miracles that have happened for people who are paying attention to our work. So if you like the idea of miracles, then and you're on BBS, don't move, don't touch that dial, because we're not going to talk to them on the other call, but we always read a transcript of one of our previous calls, and it's pretty rare that someone brings these sources through in a public way and where they're so transparent about who they are. So we do the call on a phone line every day and and on Monday and Wednesday it's broadcast on BBS radio. And um isn't, wasn't there a big earthquake yesterday? No, I thought. Do you recall a big earthquake yesterday, Terry? Uh, I haven't been paying attention. Seems to me. In Peru. In what? In, what, in Peru, right, that's it. How big? How big was it, Lauren? Do you remember? Seven point two. Pretty good one. Point something or six point. A what? Six point seven point two. Maybe six point five. Seven point two was. Well, that's not enormous, but it's pretty big. Yeah. Did, a, did a bunch of did a bunch of buildings fall down? Uh, that's all I know about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try to take a quick look on it before we start whole planet healing. So what's going to ha- be happening is is we're going to be off of 
off of this line. And we're all going to call on another phone line. And that phone line may already be on the air, for all I know, but it's going to be on as soon as we're off. And I, I thank BBS for going through and putting us up. So on that note, we're going to say goodbye to everybody temporarily and go over to Whole Planet Healing. And uh, we'll see you in a moment. And I'm just going to cut this off. Self. Wow. Would you like to name a location? BBS? You're on no? BBS. Yes. Hello. Welcome, listeners at BBS Radio. Thank you for being here. Yes. Anybody else? So the email that they got was talking about art. Yes. And yes. that there was a call at 6 p.m. and they gave them this number. Oh. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wynn and Sedona. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. So, was that a You're mistake? You're in the background, Wynn. Pardon me? Your, your, your <laughs> volume is low. Was, well, I don't know what... The time... I don't know. That's better. The time, was that a mistake? What was, it what, was what a mistake? Uh, we have new people on the call, and uh, they got your email, and uh, they showed up here, and it said it was at 6 o'clock. So, Did I put this phone number down instead of the 6 o'clock call? Right, so, because they were here. I, they might still be here. Catherine? Okay. Yeah, hi. Welcome it was to Hope Planet. Hi, Catherine. Welcome hi, to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. Yeah, I heard three new three new voices. Well, shoot, now I think somebody there's, dropped out. There's seven or six. There's there's there's, there's Cassie, right? Catherine. Yeah, Cassie. Cassie in. Catherine, are you in the Pasadena area? I am, yes. I uh, went to one of your lectures many years ago at the Shumay Center, and so um, I saw the email. Oh, with Roy. Yes, with Roy. All right. Wow. That was in the early days. Yeah. In fact, that was the very first time I ever talked about the Elohim in public. Okay? Wow. Wow. BBS here. Pardon me? 707 BBS here. Hi, everyone on BBS. And I remember, you know, I had just finished writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, And I was talking about it in a few different venues. And I didn't dare talk about the Elohim and what was happening to me at the time. And, uh, but I knew Roy and I told him about it and he said, you got to talk about that. And I said, no, 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 no. And, um, and I did. And, 
I lived it. I lived. I lived through it. <laughs> Muted. Seven away. Shall we get going, Win? Been dropped out. If you're listening, Win, then you're not a moderator. I'm gonna go get him. Okay. Okay. Hi, Jerry. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for being here, and everybody is present. You can't hear me, Jerry. No, you dropped out. All right. Let's hang in for a moment. He's calling back. All right. I can't. Did you unmute me now? Oh, oh, you're yeah. not a mother. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll call back in okay. after I do an introduction. Just leave me like this for a moment, okay? Right. And so it's, it's, I just wanted uh, to say... Hold on until I start the recording. It's uh, November 29th. Here we go. Okay. The recording has started. It's November 29th, 2021. Welcome to everyone on BBS. Welcome to everyone on replays. And um, we have some new people here tonight. And um, let me just see. Take a moment and say. Unmuted. I said hello to Catherine. And I, I think there's somebody new in Toronto. Are you on the line? Yes, uh, I am. I can. Ken, hi, Ken. I've been listening How did you to hear about replay. us, Ken? Well, I saw I saw I heard you on Coast to Coast about two three years ago when you're on mm -hmm. Uh huh. And uh, I've been following the emails, and I finally one day I thought I'll try to get in call in on the conference calls. I've been getting your emails, and uh, when I get time, forever, forever interesting. Well, it's nice to have you. Thanks for being here. And um, let me see. There was another person, it seems like. Let me see. And while you were, we were waiting for you, we were, ch were chatting to all the other nice people on the line. There were such nice people on this call. Well, you know, you, you know, I'll tell you. From the time I was on George Norrie, and from the time I gave that talk in Pasadena, I have learned so much. I mean, it, I can't even believe it, you know, because we have thousands of conversations posted, and you must be going to the Spirit Channel, yes, or to the to the place. Yeah, yeah, I listened. I, I went through. I save all my emails on Gmail or Rabbit all archived, and so mm -hmm. I go through the history. So, what's been happening from that time? And at that time, I was just learning about this stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to them, and they're answering my questions, okay? And um, let me just see. Is, is there a Virginia in Orange County on the line? You don't have to say anything if you don't want to, but 
hello there. I'd like to know where people heard about us. And because this is so far out, it's, it's, I don't even believe it half the time. I said, I get in the middle of all this. Can you get because, back on Jennifer uh, again? I think I, I think so. Um, uh, Richard Ferret. Richard Ferret's in Toronto. Maybe I can go talk to him. He's not too far from here. We know Richard. Know. Richard who? Richard Ferret is the coast. Is the host also on Coast to Coast? Maybe get him to interview. Oh yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Um, Lisa, you know who Lisa Lyons is? Lisa Lyons. Yes. She is the one that put me on the first time. Okay. Yeah. And she's she's the head. What happened was, I called her up, and I had been on years before talking about the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. right? Mm-hmm. And I called her up, like, I think in 2010 or something. That was six years later. And I, I told her, listen, I wanted to tell you what's happened to me. And... To my surprise, she listened to me for two hours, and she said, what are you doing tonight? I got an extra hour, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and I said, okay, maybe I'll do it. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe the spirits put you in touch. Arranged it. Yeah, well. Take it, take it, do it. Well, Lisa was, Lisa was open to me. And, uh, yeah. but let me, let me just say, as we have become more familiar with both the Elohim and the Ra group and, and thousands of questions, and they, they said things initially. I said, well, how, how, how do people know you're there? And they say, well, we can send love light into your realm. And, and then I learned that if we created an intention and if they were in tune with our intention and it had to be for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will, they would add their energies to it and increase the the potential for that to happen. Oh, wow. And and I started to understand why people would think that they were God, because it was like prayer. But it wasn't like prayer, because they were just like real beings. And so we experimented with that. And we were doing that. And then one night, uh, a few years ago, maybe seven years ago, we, we put this hurricane Hurricane Gustav was barreling down on New Orleans and yeah. it was supposed to hit with the same strength as Katrina. And so we put it into the light and Terry started talking. We weren't really officially doing a channeling, but Terry said, the Elohim is telling me they're talking to Hurricane Gustav, 
and and they had a whole conversation with the hurricane while we were listening. And for them, they had to convince the hurricane. And let me tell you, I didn't know hurricanes had a consciousness that you could talk to. But the way they explained it is that they had to convince the hurricane to let them move some of the energy of the hurricane to Sedona and to Mount Shasta, where we had somebody on the line in Mount Shasta. And after about 10 minutes of conversation, the hurricane agreed. And then they said, okay, it's not going to be a problem. Hurricane Gustav has agreed to let us do this. And up to that point, everything on the news was saying that that um, it was going to hit like Katrina, that all the conditions were such that it would hit full force. Yeah. And right after that call, I went on the Internet, and and everyone was saying Hurricane Gustav mysteriously dropped in intentions. We need to move on. What? We need to move. It's time to hit. I know. We'll be fast. By the time it hit, it was a tropical storm. And you should have recorded all this. Experience. We are recording. Aren't we recording it? Yes, we are. No, we're not. We are. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. It Continue. was. It was. It was from that point on that I said, "This is real. These guys can really do things." And this call that we do every night at seven o'clock is based on the fact that if we put intentions out, they're on the call with us. They're adding to our group energy. And I don't keep track of what they do and what they don't do, but occasionally there's something that seems like amazing. And so this is not like so much of a lecture-type call. And in fact, I only do one little part of it. And Four people, five people, do different parts. And every day we, we, we scan the planet and bring energy into all these trouble spots for more positive outcomes. And on that note, the first thing we do is do this invocation to the light to help bring their, them in and to create a protective energy on the call. Muted. I'm turning it over to Cecil. Are you there, Cecil? Thank you. I was muted, and then I unmuted myself, and then I was muted again. (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, 
through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy field of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection. With all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, we invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Wynn. Thank you, Cecil. Um, and I can see you can see, still hear me now. Uh, I'm just going to quickly introduce Terry. Usually, I don't do the intro as I just did. And usually, I don't take that much time. And we have to be over this by 7 or 8. And by 8 Pacific time, because we're on BBS radio. So, um, we've been asking questions to these sources for 18 years. They have answered every question, almost every question, with everything from how they interface with us to how the universe was created. And, and, information about Jesus that has never been in this realm before. And we're doing this because I'm good at asking questions and Terry is a good channel. And uh, Terry is going to say hello and then we're going to move and Bonnie is going to read an excerpt from one of our thousands of sessions which are posted online. So uh, go ahead, Terry. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome new callers or old callers coming back. Good to have you here. Um, it is not just a connection between us here, but it is a connection with uh, the higher sources in the upper densities the Ra group and the Elohim group are also tuning in and are available to talk to us like on Wednesday to answer questions. And so it's really glad, we're really glad to have you here. And uh, we have the spiritchannel.net, which has our calls, uh, transcripts sometimes, and audio recordings of our calls there to prove that you will. And back to where. Thank you. You know, the most incredible thing about this is I told you about the the uh, hurricane. But I should add that the people that are coming to these calls are getting paid attention to by our sources in very personal ways where the, you, you get opportunities to ask them questions and and a number of people have had miraculous phenomena, which I'm not going to go into now. I'm just telling you it's happened. 
And if you feel the energy of the people on the call that are helping to facilitate it, they all have an amazing energy. And they're all volunteering. This has all been created very uh, by the seat of the pants and figuring out what to do next. And uh, this is one of the best things we've done, Whole Planet Healing. And it's become like a family. And if you keep checking in, people will get to know you. This is not an exclusive family, but you kind of have to get into the vibe of it. So I'm going to introduce Bonnie to read an excerpt. (laughs) Yes, hi. Thank you. Okay, we are going to return to this call that took place on December 9th, 2009. And we read some questions and answers last night, and we're going to continue with the rest of this call uh, with a couple of very short uh, questions and answers. And, of course, after wind calls in the light, then we have a series of questions. And one of the questions here is, where did Jesus Christ really come from? And Ra'an through Terry answers, Jesus Christ has been in existence since before he manifested in this realm, and he was residing within the Christed consciousness, and the Christed consciousness sent him as an ambassador to the third density. And when then asked the next question, which is a lot of background noise, guys. Uh, The question was, knowing that a high vibration among lower energies can affect the lower energies, or vice versa, is it just Earth who is ascending, or is it the entire solar system, or the galaxy? And Ra'an answers, it is the whole solar system that is rising in vibration, and it is rising in accordance with the movement of the solar system through the galaxy and the part of the galaxy in which it finds itself as part of the solar system in which it finds itself comes into alignment with the center of the galaxy. If you took a cross-section of the galaxy and put the Milky Way in between you and the Hunabku, or the center of the galaxy, then as we in the third density move into a higher density with the alignment with the Hunabku, the frequencies are increasing. Time is speeding up. And this is a phenomena that is dependent upon the position of your solar system the rest of the galaxy and therefore although this phenomena extends to a certain part of your galaxy it is more of a solar system phenomena 
as your solar system moves into this certain alignment with the flat portion of the Milky Way and the center of the Hunabku. The energies thus are able to penetrate more directly into your solar system and into your Earth, and the energies, the frequencies are broader and more intense, leading to more psychic ability within your populace. So in answer to your question, this does not affect your whole galaxy, but it does affect your solar system, and it does affect your Earth, and it has to do with the particular alignment and energies that the Earth is moving through and the solar system is moving through in relationship to the center of the galaxy at this particular time. And I like that description of what is going on. Of course, this was an answer that took place in 2009, but this is a gradual movement that we've been going through since then. And I will turn it back to you, Wynn. I love you all. Thank you. And I would just like to say, from the time that we did that session in 2009, we have learned an incredible more about the Jesus phenomena and 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 um, who was communicating with Jesus that took the role of God. And it turns out it was the Ra group who was the source that spoke through Edgar Casey and Carlo Ruckert and David Wilcock when I first met him. And as part of this call, we um, go through earthquakes pretty extensively, earthquakes and volcanoes, uh, because it's one of the things our sources can make a difference in. There's not contrary intentions. And um, Jennifer in Pennsylvania goes through the earthquakes today, earthquakes and volcanoes in the last 24 hours. And Jennifer, try to keep it short because I went too long in the beginning trying to give an introduction (laughs) for new people. I'll do my best, Wynn. I'll do my best. Okay, Okay. thanks. Thanks. Alrighty. Um, quickly, tonight we are going to invite Mother Earth to join with us. She has indicated that she can increase our intention for calm. And we typically start off in Hawaii, and today we are going to do the same. We're going to look at the big island of Hawaii. We had 3.0 at Pahala, and that's the little town, if you're not familiar, the little town where all the activity is, where all the lab is moving. It's down south of Mauna Loa, and every day it's swarming there. We can tell what kind of what's occurring underneath based on what's occurring um, in Pahala. And then south of Pahala in the sea, uh, we did have a 3.5. And this is an area that there is no known or marked seamount. So I'm not really sure uh, what is going on there. But we want to just send Hawaii continued calm and ask that anything that occurs 
occur away from populations of animals and humans. Now we're going to move to the furthest point um, of the Ring of Fire, furthest southern point, and that's going to be New Zealand. We did have a 4.0 off the South Island today, and then we the we also had two 3.9s on the South Island, and nothing off the North Island today. Moving northward, we come to the Kermadec Islands. We had a 5.5 there, and then moving just a little bit further north to Fiji, we had a 4.5. Moving across the islands um, of Vanuatu and Santa Cruz, we had a pair of 4.6s. We move over to Papua, and we had a 4.7. Coming over, we're still going westward to Indonesia. We had a lot of fours. The largest I found was a 4.8. And there was a lot of activity there. And, in fact, Semeru is erupting. And, boy, I'm, I know I'm not going to say this, but there is a volcano, Illa, Illawirung. I know that's not right. But it is an sea volcano that they have surmised that it is erupting. And then we're going to move northward to the Philippines. We just had a 5.1. And then up to Japan, there was a 6.6. Point four in the Izu Islands, and then a pair of 4.6s and Suwano's Ajima erupting. We're going to skip past Russia. There was nothing going on in Kamchatka. Alaska was really quiet, 2.9 and less. Then we're going to move down through into Washington, where we had 2.9 and less. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We moved down into Washington where we had Mount St. Helens rumbling, and that was just about all there was there today. Nothing reported in Oregon. California, we have 2.7 off the coast at the Mendocino Triple Junction, and that is called Petrolia there. Moving down through California, we had a pretty calm day. The geysers, San Andreas, both rumbling. We did have a 2.3 in the sea off of Lompoc. And then look at the eastern side of the state of California. We have the Walker Swarm, Long Valley Caldera, and Ridgecrest. And before we leave the states, I do want to point out Idaho, Stanley, Idaho, 2.4, and West Yellowstone had 2.4 today. And then moving down through Mexico, nothing but fours everywhere. <laughs> In Guatemala, we had a 4.2, and the rest of Central America, just three. And we did have Fuego erupting in Guatemala. And then we come down into South America. Colombia had a 4.9, and Nevada del Ruiz erupting. Ecuador had CNJ and Reventador. Peru had Sevencaya. And Chile had Nevada State Chilean. There today. And then we're going to quickly look at Iceland. Um, there is another volcano there that is, they're looking to have a possible glacial flood. They're saying it's likely. So let's just send calm. I don't think that there are people in harm's way here, but surely uh, some of them are calm. And then the South Sandwich Island. I'm sorry, I missed that. That was wrong. About 5.1. 
and then Canary Islands. We're going to say there were 177 earthquakes at 8 p.m. Uh, my time tonight. And the explosive activity is um, there's actually another vent that opened, I believe it was yesterday, and today the lava's just been running quite freely. And then moving across Europe, we have the Strait of Gibraltar swarm, 2.8, Spain, 2.8, Italy, 2.9, Greece and Turkey and Iran all had threes, Afghanistan, 4.1, Myanmar, 4.4, and then that brings out to the ring of fire. And I want to thank everybody for participating, and I'll send you guys all back to win. Thank you. And let me see here. We're, do, we're doing really good on time. Uh, we open the lines up now for people that have something they want to put into this, we'll call it a field of energy with our sources. And then I'm going to do a quick scan across the entire planet on trouble spots. And, um, hi, you want to open up? Unmuted. This is Jeannie in Sugar (laughs) Jeannie, let me go first. Because because I'm going to lay the groundwork for us to support yours even more. Everybody, thank you, our friends, dear, dear friends. Please, thank you for your support in in keeping our frequency high, keeping our 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 an, joyful anticipation of of these things that Jeannie and other people are going to to ask for. Um, that that they can happen now <laughs> as soon as possible. Um, just you know. Keep 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 our hopes high and uh, and our optimism and our our brightness, our bright 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 light shining even better and better and better. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. Um, all humans, all beings, are children of God, parts of the whole. All parts are meant to work in harmony for mutual benefit. And when each of us finds our true purpose, our true talent, and begins to live with our feet solidly planted on the path that we are meant to walk, the entire universe works like a well-oiled machine, each part making life better for each and every other part, each part glowing with a brighter and brighter light. I ask that this evolution and this awakening of each human be supported and quickened by the assistance and support of the Elohim. Thank you. This is Alan. I would like to concur, and for each one of us, without violating the free will of others, to acknowledge what it is that the sources have already caused to be. There's a disruption in the so-called left, They seem like rats running from a sinking ship. And if you begin to observe what's happening, especially in Australia, people are becoming fed up and beginning to rise up. They're gaining their strength. They're regaining their power. And I believe what Jeannie has continued to put forth, 
That light is beginning to shine brighter and brighter. It's broken through the veil. I believe our sources have seen it. And they are going to begin to do what they have said they would do. When two or more are gathered, then they are in a position to respond accordingly. And I believe that's what's beginning to happen. We're at the cusp of something very major that is beginning to spread across the world. And I'm reminded of a scripture that says what the enemy intended for evil, God intended it for good. And I believe good is beginning to manifest in spite of the evil that we're subject to. Thank you. Sister Cecil, I'd like to put my son Robert and my daughter Jill in the light for a recovery of COVID virus. Thank you very much. This is Jennifer. I would like to put everybody on this call into the healing love life, whatever they need is. Um, I would like to especially mention Wynn and Terry, and we would like to send them as much love light as we can to increase their energy and their protection to continue this important work. I'd also like to mention Cecil and Betty, Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose. I want to send Dr. Art our love in heaven, and White Dove and Willow, and Phyllis in Washington, and Zoti in Washington, and Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby, and Jill and Robert, who are both battling COVID and Hyatt and Kathleen who need healing. And I'd like to add myself to this field of energy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. This is, this is Morning Sky. I would like to put into the light very intensely all the animals, all the life forms that are created and raised simply for commercial use, for food, for humans. I would like to put them into the lights and request that they have comfort and gentleness and healing and do not suffer so much as just being raised and used as a commercial product. Thank you. Muted. And this is Lynn. And we're going to do our visualization now. Now, I want, I want to just say one comment that when we open the mics, um, we are not censoring people. And people are all speaking from their own hearts. And um, and our sources come into it when it's for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. And it doesn't mean that we are taking the points of view of everyone who is making a contribution including me. So what we're going to do is we have a group energy on this call. And there's an energy where we have all moved, those of us who are able and willing, there's an energy that moves you into a higher dimension of yourself where there's more oneness. And and there's a power in a group energy. And then we have uh, what the Elohim and Ra groups, or group souls, whatever, however many of them 
they would allocate their resources to, to work with us. And they increased the power of our intentions way higher. So we're going to take this group energy and we can move it around and we're going to surround our planet with it right now. And we're going to send love light, Christ consciousness, uh, the Elohim Council of Grace energy. We ask for it all to work with everything. And we're going to focus energy to the surface of our planet, like repeater stations from the higher realms through our group energy to the surface and ask to lift the vibrations wherever it can be lifted. We include humans, children and young people, plants, insect species that are vital for the cycle of nature. Um, fish and sea life and dolphins and whales. We now go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And Mother Earth is alive, as we have learned. And she has a big energy field, or her own soul, which is big as the entire Earth, the interior and then extending outwards. Just a process, a lot of negativity from humans in their activity, which causes suffering on her part. So we are sending this energy right now into the energy body of the earth for healing and sending her gratitude for hosting us on her planet and our, our bodies. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in earthquake faults and potentials and volcanoes, and we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the planet, and we're going to do the fault lines everywhere, which are the earthquakes of the future. And we spend time on earthquakes, because this is a period of time that many people have predicted catastrophic earth changes from prophets to scientists. So the three major earthquake zones are the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. We see a U-shaped column of light coming down on that entire area, bringing calm and to the vulnerable islands in that area as well. We go to the New Madrid, New Madrid fault line centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we're going to project this love light energy down to that entire area in a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter penetrating through the earth into the interior of the earth and bringing calm energy. 
Then we go to the Mid-Atlantic Fault Line, going all the way from the North Pole through Iceland, down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far as the tip of South America. And we are going to send a column of light, longitudinal, along the whole length of this vaulted area, projecting through the water, into the land underneath the water, and bringing calm energy. And any other earthquake faults anywhere on the planet and potentials for earthquakes and volcanoes, we ask for our sources to help us find them and to send calm energy to every one of them. And we ask that any earthquakes or volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is releasing stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We quickly run through the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We start out with the coronavirus and its mutations and we ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they can be strengthened. We go to toxins, which may be in vaccines, and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to the collective consciousness and the Awareness and discernment of humans, asking that they have enough perception to see what's true and isn't true on our planet, and to have enough consciousness to offset the plans of what we call the negative elite which is working overtime to not honor free will and sabotage the evolution of humans. We go to the people that are suffering for all kinds of reasons, for being lonely, lack of money, being sick, their pain in their body, and we send them connection with the Christ energy, if they'll reach and take it, to help at least lift their vibration out of their negative circumstance. We go to all of the droughts on our planet. 40% of the planet is having droughts. And we ask for gentle rain. There was a huge earthquake in Peru yesterday, I believe. And we send the light 
to all the people that are recovering from it that got hurt, the homes that were demolished, and we ask for special calm energy to this area to keep anything else from happening for the highest good. We go to these two dams on our planet that could be in danger of breaking. One of them is called the Three Gorges Dam in China, which has lots of cracks in it. Another one is called Hoover Dam between Nevada and Arizona, which has had indications that it could be a target for a false flag, and we sent protection to it. We go to the governments of our planet. We ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and cared for. Qualities like benevolence, compassion, Empathy, wisdom, integrity, and ethics. We go to all of those countries and groups who are adversarial with each other, and we ask that they can settle their differences nonviolently. We go to interventions, and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic materials mentioning coronavirus once again, mentioning radioactivity, mentioning chemtrails, mentioning radio frequencies and microwaves. Anything in food, air, water, or medicines, which is toxic to humans, including nanobots and GMOs, we ask for transmutation. And we finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see the, the quantum field and the Christ energy coming in from higher realms, moving through the galaxies and our solar system, the outer energy fields of planet Earth, and landing 
on our own personal rooftop. Where we have an energy filter installed that filters out any negative energy. And if we're comfortable, we can invite this energy into our home, into our apartment, into our room, and even into our tent. And it will transmute any negative energy. We let this energy come down on the outside walls of our abode, protecting us from negative energy in the world. Finally, we bring this energy down through our chakra system. We invite it into the crown chakra, moving down through each of our chakras, opening us up to our level potential, breaking down obstacles, and connecting us with the greater universe. We remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And we're learning how to lift our vibrations to help create the most positive outcomes for this planet and its people. We're going to end the verbal part of this call right now. We leave the lines open for those of you that want to stay on the phone line. And for those of you who are on BBS, once you learn our phone number, you can stay on the phone lines too. Thank you for being here. And... Um, we do this call every day at 7 p.m. Pacific. And the phone number is... Unmuted. Hang on. Muted. The phone number is 667-770-1527. And the code is 250-513. It's also posted on our website, thespiritchannel.net. And we're going to end the verbal part of the call and leave the lines open. And thank you all for coming. Thanks to the new people. And we will see you next time. This session is no longer the recording being recorded. This session is no longer being recorded.